everybody, it's the Elemental Podcast uh, with me, your boy, Stu McAllister. Thank you guys for listening to this uh, silly and stupid podcast. God knows why you listen to it, but I do appreciate the fact that you do. Uh, just a little bit ago, I gave away the Elemental Podcast coffee mug. A friend of mine, uh, Kim Manns, won. She put her uh, name in the hat. She listened to the podcast on Monday. She did what I asked people to do. She sent me a message going, hey, I want the coffee mug. So uh, it was her and a couple other people, and she won. So I'm going to mail her the coffee mug when I get her address, and there you go. I'm hoping to do maybe some more of these kind of giveaways. Uh, So uh, there you go. So do that. Maybe that's the reason why you listen, for dumb giveaways for awful, awful merch. (laughs) Stupid, stupid merch. Uh, But congrats again to Kim, and congrats uh, to everybody who put in. Sorry uh, you didn't get anything. I wish I had enough to give to everybody, but there you go. So, uh, sorry this podcast is much, much later than normal. Uh, Normally, I would have been done a good hour, two hours plus ago. But uh, today was a long day at work for me. Uh, For those who are unaware, I am uh, working as a phlebotomist now. How fucking crazy is that? I take a needle and I jab it into people's necks. (laughs) Right in the jugular. That's where all the fucking blood is, right? You need a lot of blood in your brain. So why not fucking take a needle and put it right in someone's neck? You can fucking get a pint out in probably like one minute. <laughs> so uh, so there you go. So no, we clearly I don't uh, stick somebody in the jugular. And currently right now, uh, I have yet to touch a needle. I am not doing that. I haven't been trained in that aspect. I'm in the uh, registration and screening part. One day I'll be a real boy. I'll be a real phlebotomist and fucking stab someone right in the fucking arm. But until that day happens, uh, I'm just a poser phlebotomist doing this other nonsense. And the job is going okay. There's a lot about it that's uh, very frustrating to me. And uh, there's a lot of these um, setup rules, because right now I'm scheduled to do blood drives, so we're not at the center here in Grand Rapids. I'm out at... uh, churches and schools and whatever else and uh, right now I have only done three blood drives and they've all been at churches and I can't lie churches scare the fuck out of me you people who go to church uh, please do something about your your building your structures these houses of the holy they scare the hell out of me I don't know why religion in general scares the hell out of me but uh, today we were way up in Greenville and uh, it was a fucking very long day. We had over 100 people come in, which is fantastic. But at the same time, it's also very overwhelming with the staff that you had. And uh, I ended up having just to do registration because they, they're like, put the new guy on the easiest task. And I'm like, sure. And I, I got it. I understand why they did it. But at the same time, I'm the new guy. I need to be learning too, correct? Correct. 
And the problem is new guys do things slowly and everybody gets frustrated and then they're just like, let me do it. And I'm like, ah, fucking Christ. So uh, whatever. So I'm going through registration. We're dealing with people. And this one woman says to me, I don't know if I can donate. I was uh, diagnosed with hepatitis when I was a child. And uh, in my brain, I'm like, well, I mean, that means that you have hepatitis now. And so I asked her and I said, so you have hepatitis now? And she says, no. And I'm like, I don't think hepatitis works that way. Either you have it or you don't have it. And But she's continually telling me that she does not have it. And I said, well, what does your doctor say? And she's like, my doctor doesn't say anything about the hepatitis. And I'm like, I, I, what, are you, what are you trying to tell me, lady? What are you fucking trying to tell me? I... I don't understand. How are you? She's older than me. She's probably in her 60s. How are you older than me and don't know if you have hepatitis or not? How have you managed to go through life probably having had children? And if you said you got hepatitis when you were a child, when you, had, when you gave birth, you, you gave birth while you had a hepatitis. It's, it's all fucking, and I'm just staring at her like, you are retarded, right? You are a retard. Very frustrating. But it's kind of one of those things of like, uh, get them in, get them out. Get them in, get them out. And if you have hepatitis, you are permanently deferred, everybody. So just, just letting you know now. Permanently deferred. And I work mostly with a team. It's all women, pretty much. It's me, I'm the dude, and it's all women, and whatever, it is what it is, and they're much younger than me. And, uh, you know, it was a long day. There was a lot to it. And uh, we carpooled up there because, uh, you know, it's a good 45 minutes from the center. So they're like, ah, let's get in a van. There's plenty of work. Vans, get in the van, get the fuck out of here. And so we did. I'm in the van with, like, the three ladies, and they're all talking, and the, the, one of the girls mentioned that someone on the team had cried. I was like, they fucking cried? Like, why is anyone crying? Like, I know, I get that it's, uh, it was a busy day and it can probably be frustrating this or that, but we got through it. And so I told the ladies and I said, in no uncertain terms, I'm like, did anyone die today? No. Then it was a good fucking day and fuck the rest. And I will say this to you, and I will say this to my goddamn boss. Uh, if someone gives me shit at a fucking blood drive, a goddamn donor is trying to be snippy with me, snarky with me, uh, fucking trying to push me around verbally, they're going to fucking get a big old fuck you right between the motherfucking eyes. I'm not going to take it. And I told the ladies that don't take shit from these people. You're fucking donating blood. And I hate to say it, I'm sorry that maybe you had to wait a while longer. There's a shit ton of people and we're getting through people as quickly as we can. Don't be a dick. Don't take it from anybody. Someone's a dick, don't fucking take it. Tell them to fucking walk out the goddamn door. I had some guy the other day just being a fucking weirdo to me cranky he was being cranky that's what he was an old man and he was being cranky 
and I can take it because I'm not going to fucking have to deal with this guy forever. But if someone's going to be fucking rude towards me, fuck them. I don't care. I'll walk the fuck out. Don't take shit from people. Okay? None of you. Listen to me. Don't take it. It ain't goddamn worth it. What is worth it? Apparently, I got a fucking bonus at work. I got this email video from the CEO of the company going, hey, we really appreciate everything that people have done, da, 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 so everybody's going to get a one-time bonus. And uh, I can't lie. Um, I mean, it was, a, it was a nice bonus. Uh, it got fucking taxed the fuck out of. <laughs> so it wasn't nearly as nice as I thought, but uh, I, I will say this. I've never worked for a company that's given um, a, a, that kind of like a, a Christmas bonus, a year bonus or whatever at, at any point. It's always been, hey, here are some movie passes. And uh, when I worked at Pine Rest, they loved to give you frozen turkeys. Here's a fucking frozen turkey, and, which I always hated because I was like, what the fuck? Am I? I'm not going to cook this goddamn thing. I'd rather have gotten a $5 gift card to Meyer or Walmart or whatever instead, but you know, never. I mean, this was a, a, a nice money gift, and it was very weird to get. And for me to have gotten it too, I was like, Why am I getting this? I've been here like I don't know, a month and a half or whatever. Why are you giving me this huge gift? I appreciate it. I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, but at the same time, I'm like, Am I deserving of this? Whatever. And the guy, the guy made it made the point very clear in saying. This is a one-time thing. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man. But I was talking with some of the um, my coworkers who've been there much, much longer. You know, uh, they've been there through the whole time of having to work through COVID. And uh, to me, I'll say this for anyone who kind of works in the healthcare services. I guess you can say I work in healthcare. Not really. It's not like I'm, I'm a nurse. It's not like I work in a hospital. But I'm very up close with people every day. Uh, we're, we're responsible for taking bodily fluids out of somebody. Uh, the, these are the kind of people who deserve a kind of uh, hazard pay, a increase in pay. Uh, I hate to say it, 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 we're exposing ourselves to risks. And uh, you, you gotta look at that, right? I mean, everybody out there working, you know, even like a cashier at a grocery store, like for fucking hours on end, you're dealing with dozens, if not, uh, you know, a hundred plus people who are all, you know, two, three away from you, even though there's like barriers. It's just very odd. It's weird to me that uh, these people were not receiving any kind of like hazard pay, but whatever. I feel better about the job when I'm fucking doing the job. Do, do any of you guys have that? Like, you hate the job, but once you get in it and you're doing it, you're fine with it, you're okay with it? I mean, that's where I'm at. I'm okay when I'm doing this shit. I'm not okay when I'm thinking about having to go in. I kind of want to get into it with a coworker because I, was, I had to do a lot of new stuff today, and she was kind of being a bitch. And he just, I just bit my tongue and was like, okay, 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 right, whatever. I don't need, whatever. I've been here. This is my third drive. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't know shit. Ugh.
Gross. Gross. Um, I had mentioned, God, I don't know if I had mentioned this on the freebie or not. I, it could have been on the Patreon, but a friend of mine was having some mental health issues and there was a lot of concern with people there was like a, a facebook a message group and the people were concerned about his welfare like what do we do and i'm like well uh, you know none of us are our relatives uh none of, I, as far as i know none of us even live in the same town as this guy currently and it, so it was just kind of one of those things of like okay let's get a hold of some family and i got a hold of his sister and i kind of expressed my concerns and she told me what was going on and i was like great good he was involved in services because you know i was very you know this is the guy who's been calling me at like five in the morning to uh, talk about stuff and just very manic and so what do you do for this guy i mean this guy i haven't seen in a long time i like this guy but i don't know what's going on with him currently and so thankfully the sister uh, gave me some background. I was like, okay, fuck, things are going to be taken care of. And they are being taken care of. And so everybody is uh, at ease. But everybody it was very anxious and nervous about like, what are we going to do? Because you know, when people have these manic episodes, there is inevitably the swing towards the, the dark side, the depressed side. And that's where things can get uh, dark and oftentimes uh, suicidal or self-harm, destructive behavior. And no one wants that. So hopefully he's getting the care that he needs. And then we don't have to worry about it. And I don't have to get 5 a.m. phone calls from this guy anymore. <laughs> Am I being greedy in that capacity? 100% fuck yes, I am. I am, but that's okay. I will accept it. I started watching um, that Christmas movie. Uh, Jay Hibiscus recommended that I watch this Christmas movie called Santa with Muscles. And uh, it was abysmal. It was not good. It's on Vudu if you guys want to watch it. It's a Hulk Hogan production. If you enjoy Hulk Hogan, uh, go watch it. But uh, I'm going to tell you this. It was it was awful. Um I had to stop. I, I watched about an hour of it. It's like 90 minutes, and, and it was just making my skin itch just in how poorly it's acted. The script is so poor. It's very uh, cartoonish. Very, It's a PG movie clearly written for uh, young children to, to enjoy. I, uh, I was not about it. So if you guys want to, if you guys do want to watch it, it's free on Vudu. Head on over to Voodoo and watch it for free. There's commercials doing it. You'll probably enjoy the commercials more than the actual movie. I know I fucking did. Fuck. God damn, that movie was shit. I'll, I'll go back and watch it just to uh, to prove a point. To prove a goddamn point. To get through it. Sometimes you gotta muscle through things. Um, If you guys can do me a favor... If you guys can give me a singular uh, Christmas gift, this is what I want you to do. Only if you are on Instagram. If you have an Instagram account, this is what I want. I want you to unfollow uh, any kind of uh, quote-unquote influencer. If you follow any kind of like uh, bikini model 
or a health fitness model, I want you to unfollow them. Please do it. And the reason I ask you to do it is because these people are fucking awful, okay? Uh, these people, I don't understand what they do in life. I don't understand how uh, anything they do is, is being productive and worthwhile, anything like that. Tell me. Tell me if they do. Hey, I'm a hot chick. I'm a hot dude. I'm wearing a bathing suit and I'm on a beach and I've got 1 million followers. And if you look, I've got uh, only 100 more pictures that are essentially the same of me in a bikini hanging out on the beach. Get the fuck out of here. Now, hey, now please buy these vitamins. Or, hey, uh, please buy these sandals. I'm an Instagram influencer. You have influenced me to get off Instagram. That is what you've done. Uh, so please do that. The reason I bring it up, though, is uh, Jocelyn Kano. She is an Instagram influencer and swimwear designer. She's 30 years old. And um, she's dead. <laughs> uh... And I, 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 I'm not trying to make light of it, but um, she, uh, she died because of some surgery she was getting. And uh, she was in Colombia getting surgery. I mean, what are you going down to Colombia to get surgery for? You, you're going down there to get some fucking weird-ass plastic surgery done. To make yourself uh, look better when, when you're fucking fake anyway. And she looks incredibly fake to me as it is anyway. This is a chick who doesn't even fucking uh, work for what she has. She buys what she has. Ugh. Kano boasted a following of more than 12 million in a booming swim line. She's not swimming in any of the swimwear she has. Trust me, there's no swimming being done. They should just call it fucking uh, slutwear. <laughs> Her LinkedIn profile also states she had studied microbiology at San Diego State University before becoming a successful social, social media influencer and model. Uh, people wonder why representative for her brand have not confirmed the news. Her family is denying it, but apparently her funeral has been uploaded to YouTube by Ake's family funeral home in Riverside, California. A caption of the funeral footage reads, Jocelyn entered this life on Wednesday, March 13th. She entered into eternal life on Monday, December 7th, 2020. <laughs> I don't care. At least people, what do they do with their life that's positive? <sighs> Brazilian butt lifts, which involve grafting fat from one area of the body to the buttocks, have been at the center of a number of premature deaths in recent years, with many more reports of surgeries gone wrong. Last year, the Post reported on a shocking rise in black market butt lifts, 
inspired in part by so-called Snapchat dysmorphia, the condition of being out of touch with one's own physique as a result of constant exposure to highly edited or modified bodies on social media. And I'm telling you, the picture that I'm looking at of this woman looks obscenely bizarre to me. Just weird. If I saw a woman like this in real life, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Like, how do you walk? So uh, I can't say that I'm glad that she died in surgery, but who gives a fuck? No T&P for her. For fucking Kano. Jocelyn Kano. Instagram influencer. Like, it's a fucking job. Uh, please, everybody, do me a favor. If you follow anyone like that, do yourself a favor and, and immediately unfollow. You will feel so much better. Unfollow news stations, unfollow Instagram influencers. The only Instagram influencer you should follow is me. And I am hardly an Instagram influencer. You don't see fucking half-naked pictures of me on Instagram, but you will on Christmas cards that I send you. If you would like a Christmas card, get at me. I have uh, plenty more to give out, and I truly believe I'm going to have some left over from this year, which kind of sucks, but whatever. So holler at your boy, and I will get you a Christmas card. Just give me that address. I'm going to do a quick update. Update! Update! And uh, this update um, has been a long time coming. Uh, it's been a while since we talked about this fucking weird, bizarre case. Uh, David Working, for those who don't know, he is a 42-year-old man. And uh, this 42-year-old man uh, sued his parents, good old Beth and Paul. He sued them. And you're like, oh my God, what the... What did, what, why is he suing his parents? And I'm like, ah, I'm going to tell you why he sued his parents. He sued his parents because he's an asshole. Because what his parents did, if you guys remember the story, his parents threw out his huge pornography collection. He had a huge drove of pornography and array of sex toys. And apparently he was living in his parents' house. And his parents said, you got to get rid of this shit. And he never did. So his dad was like, well, I'm getting rid of this shit, you fuckface. And I think he, he was suing them for an incredibly large sum of money. Yeah, $25,000. Now, I don't know how huge his porno collection was. That's got to be about 50,000 magazines, right? I mean, what, do you, what kind of porn is worth anything? You get porn for free. Who? What kind of porn it's all boggles mind and listen i don't even i want to know who this fucker is david working he clearly he can, he can't work because anybody who reads the papers like hey fucking dave you jerking off to porn all day you fucking loser you you suing your parents you cocksucker you lived with your parents when you, when you were 42 and you had this monster collection of porn you shitbag what an asshole. So apparently he sued and a U.S. District 
Judge Paul Maloney in Kalamazoo granted the son's request for a summary judgment in his favor. So apparently uh, Judge Maloney is full of baloney and is a fucking idiot. What stupid judge? If you live in Kalamazoo and uh, this is a guy you got to vote in, uh, he's U.S. District Judge. I don't know who votes this asshole in. Uh, vote this asshole out because clearly he's a fucking idiot letting a son sue his parents for $25,000 because they threw out his porno collection. You just have to be embarrassed at some point in your life going, I have a collection of porn worth $25,000 in my brain. No, you don't. First of all, no, you don't. And second of all, uh, what 42-year-old man keeps a collection of porn? Fucking asshole. So the parties have until mid-February to file written submissions on damages. The parents' attorney, Anne-Marie Vanderbrook, said she is working to establish the value of items that were disposed of, but declined to comment about the case. Uh, we contend that the, uh, the plaintiff's porno collection was worth about uh, $5 and uh, you know, 18 tokens at David Buster's. That's it. Workings, working, God, working, jerking. There you go. My God, how did I not see that before? Working is jerking. His attorney, Miles Greengard, contends that his client should receive treble damages. I don't know what the hell that means. Which is allowed under his claim of conversion of property. We have asked the court for treble damages, which we believe are warranted given the wanton destruction of property. Again, it was a porno collection, you fucking idiots. Uh, of course, they were happy uh, with the judge's ruling, and they asked David what he was going to do, and then he just said, I'm going to go home and fucking jizz all over myself. He probably jizzed there in the courtroom in his pants. Ugh. This asshole moved into his parents' home in late 2016 after a divorce. I'm sure he got divorced because he had this monster porno collection. Uh, after he left for Muncie, Indiana, he expected them to deliver his belongings. He later realized that a dozen, dozen boxes of pornographic films and magazines were missing. His father said in an email, Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all of his stuff. And fuck yeah, man, this guy clearly he has got a fucking a porn addiction. And uh, he needs to go into a mental health hospital and fucking have his ass beat. Fucking David working is jerking. It's all awful. Uh, getting to the heart of the coconut now, the legal issue before the court is whether Paul Beth converted David's pornography to their own use, Judge Maloney said. In his latest ruling, he said as early as 1874, Michigan courts have recognized that conversion of one's own use was broad and could include destruction due to the converter's belief in the destroyed item's delirious behaviors or delirious effects. In this case, there is no question that the destroyed property was David's property. Defendants repeatedly admitted that they destroyed the property and they do not dispute that they destroyed the property. Therefore, the court finds that there is no genuine dispute of material fact on David's statutory conversion claim. There is no dispute of the fact that David is an asshole. That is what is not in dispute. The parents called police on August 23, 2017 over an incident and asked that their son leave for at least three days. 
The son repeatedly contacted his parents and tried to retrieve his property from their home. This guy's just a fucking cock and can't survive without porn. No wonder he's divorced. Hopefully this guy never works again. Hopefully he does himself a favor and does all a, a fucking favor and uh, starts a fucking gun collection and then has an accident. What a fucking cocksucker. You fucking suing your parents over a porn collection. Who's going to pay you for that? I'm going to tell you this right now, everybody. He can claim that his porn is worth $25,000. Who's going to pay an asshole $25,000 for porn? Nobody. Absolutely no one. No, Except the fucking uh, old pharmacist that I used to work with. You'll have to hear that story on the fucking Patreon. He's the only one who would pay $25,000 for porn. Dick. I hope his parents win, and I hope they sue him for $25,000 for being an asshole. All right, everybody, I'm going to end on this. Uh, keeping it short today just because it's late, and i got to get up early to go to work tomorrow. That's the weird thing about this job. I don't have set hours. It's not a 9 to 5. I, could, I can work uh, 6 to 3. I can work 9 to 9, whatever. It's it's weird, and I, I'm just going to have to get used to it. There is an ESPN announcer who uh, you guys might know, uh, Dominique Foxworth. He used to be an NFL player. Currently, he works for ESPN. Um, and he was on a uh, another ESPN uh, analyst podcast, uh, Bamani Jones. He does this podcast called The Right Time with Bamani Jones. And when Dominique was on it, he uh, he made a slight about the fans of uh, Josh Allen. And for those who don't know, Josh Allen is the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, the greatest football team of our generation. <laughs> I couldn't say that with, with the fucking without cracking a smile, everybody. But uh, he made a crack and he said, I am fully aware that I have biases and my biases are not based on Josh Allen. It's based on the people that are defending Josh Allen. I would be 100% lying if I said that when Josh does something dumb, a little part of me doesn't get happy. And it's not because I don't want Josh to succeed. It's because the people who are telling me that Josh is the second coming and Josh is better than everybody are people with American flags and dogs and skulls and crossbones. If you just go take a dip into their tweet history, it's some really concerning retweets and likes. It's not about Josh. And I'm going to tell you this, uh, Dominique, go fuck yourself. Okay? You're an asshole. Uh, you've always been an asshole, and uh, this proves that you're an asshole. Uh, because I'm a fan of Josh Allen, and I don't have skull and crossbones. I don't have a fucking dog. I don't tweet fucking weird shit. I'm pretty sure, Dominique, that you and I agree on many fucking things. I'm sure you're fucking trying to get in, like, weird uh, uh, socioeconomic stuff, sociopolitical stuff, and I probably agree with you on most of it. But with this, you can, you can eat my balls and my asshole. All of it. Uh, so a couple of uh, Buffalo Bills players came to the defense of Josh Allen's uh, fans. Uh, Jordan Poyer was one. Jordan's a defensive back player for the Bills. And uh, he retweeted uh, a tweet and he said, Hold up, bro. We just not letting the slide. Yeah, ESPN. He tagged ESPN. He said, ESPN, this is what we on now in the sports world. And then he... he tagged also Dominique Foxworth and he says we got to do better my brother because this ain't it and that's 100% correct because uh, lineman offensive lineman John Feliciano 
said, are you talking about the fans that raised over $700,000 for a hospital during a pandemic? And, and we fucking did that when we found out that Josh Allen's grandmother died. And the next day he played, a lot of players, a lot of players, a lot of fans came forward and donated to the uh, Children's Hospital in Buffalo in the name of uh, Josh Allen. I was one of them. A ton of people donated $17 at a time because that's his number. So I'm not going to say that the fucking fans of Josh Allen are dicks. And I'll say this too. Um, fans of the Bills, I like the Bills, and a lot of the fans of the Bills are fine, but a lot, a lot of them are dicks. I'll say this too. Uh, anything that y- you might have in common with somebody doesn't mean you're going to like them, right? Oh, fuck, I really love uh, war movies. I uh, really love playing pool. I uh, like watching uh, motocross racing. You have that in common. You find out more in common, uh, more things about the person, and then you realize, oh, this guy's a cocksucker. So just because someone likes the same things you do doesn't mean that they're not a dick. But let's be perfectly honest, everybody. Not all fans of Josh Allen have dogs and guns and skulls and crossbows and whatever the fuck else. So Dominique Foxworth, I nominate you to lick my balls. (laughs) And a lot of people came at him. Uh, Bill's Mafia has got a very strong Twitter uh, presence. And they're not going to take guff from a fucking guy who works on ESPN. Let's be perfectly honest. Now that ESPN has got rid of fucking Dan Lebitard, ESPN is garbage. Why would I listen or watch to anything on ESPN? It's all... It's all why? Because they just want to talk sports. And I don't want to listen to just sports. It's boring. X's and O's, it's fucking boring. Give me more about the real life stuff. That's what I'm interested in. So, okay, everybody, that is it. Uh, I am done for the day. I haven't even eaten dinner yet. I haven't eaten anything since breakfast. I'm going to go get something to eat. But uh, before you do that, I want to remind you guys of three things. Listen to another episode podcast. Uh, That is with Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. Every Wednesday, they pump out a new episode. And uh, it being the month of December, they're doing Christmas movies. So uh, yesterday, they released uh, their episode about the movie The Ref with Dennis Leary. And uh, I can't lie, I don't know who's going to be, uh, what movie they're doing next week. But you know what, listen anyway. Maybe they're taking off for Christmas, I don't know. But listen, every Wednesday they drop a new episode, another episode podcast. Listen to it on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Probably the same one that you listen to this one to. And you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Please do that. And then I want you to go follow alexisarcade.org. They are on Facebook and Instagram, and they're a charitable organization that helps out kids who are in hospitals. The guy who started it, James Craven, his son Alex got cancer as a kid. What a fucking horrible thing to have happen to your child, right? So James is going in and out of hospitals with his kid, and he realized hospitals suck for kids. And he's like, how can I make life a little better? And he's like, I'm going to bring in video games for my kids to play when they're here. So that's what he does. That's what they do. So if you can go help them out, that would be awesome. Alexisarcade.org, Facebook, Instagram. See what you can do. And I'm going to remind you guys, too, about Toys for Tots. If you can go to, I think it's toysfortots.org. If you can help them out, that'd be great. Then Colby's River Retreat, cabin rental place in Tylertown, Mississippi, currently closed. It's going to reopen in the spring. But go check them out on Facebook and Instagram. 
and you'll see all the wonderful improvements that uh, Mark has done. It's going to be look great when you go back into the spring. And then uh, renting out, you and four of your buddies that can sleep up to five can go down there and hang out and have a good time, right? Please do that. And um, Mark's wife, his wife, has her own uh, Facebook page for her business, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. And gosh, his wife's name is Jala. Am I saying that right, Mark? He, he kind of, he wrote it out for me. And I said, Jala? And he was like, yes. And I'm like, I think I'm saying it right. But Jala, she's the one who actually made the coffee mug that I gave to Kimberly Mann. It's an awesome looking uh, coffee mug. And she sent uh, Jamie and I some really cool coasters as well. And she can make cool things for you too. So go check out her Facebook page, please. Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. And uh, it might be too late to actually mail somebody something for Christmas. But hey, uh, go anyway and get something. And then maybe it's going to be a late Christmas gift. It'll be a cool thing. So please do that. Check out those three things, those four things actually. And I would appreciate it. I will be back tomorrow for the Patreon. Maybe Jamie will be with me. But uh, you guys are great. Thanks for listening. Uh, unfollow the Instagram influencer. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.